This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Thursday, 29th of March, 2023, in this evening's show, we are once again joined by another friend, Tom Harrison, who will be helping us preview Saturday's huge Lancashire derby, West Lancs derby outlook, with both teams needing to score three vital points for different reasons, and most importantly, local bragging rights. I'm John Asperol, this is the Seaside's podcast, match review, preview show, PNE v Blackpool. It's the big one, fellas. And ladies, it's the big one. With a great tradition. Uh, welcome everybody back to the CSANS podcast. Uh, been off air for a couple of weeks. Welcome everybody on the stream. Um, a few Lancelot Productions MB, Dave Dixon, Steve Rowley, Rocky, Matthew Warren, Pete Griffiths. Welcome everybody on the audio pod if you're listening afterwards. And welcome, Tom. You've got a uh, good of you to come back again. It's like having an old no friend back back in the room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm, um, I'm I'm suffering this week after a defeat last Sunday, unfortunately, in the PNE versus Blackpool golf event that we hosted in uh, at Shaw Hill in Chorley. So um, I, I've been told not to come back to Preston. I've been ousted. I'm not allowed to go back after losing face to a team of, uh, of Blackpool fans and players. Um, if anyone hadn't seen it, the former Blackpool players were uh, Kevin Moore, Phil Horner, Paul Gardner, Gordon Simonite, Peter Nicholson and Mark Bradshaw, and then uh, various fans taking on some former Preston players for uh, to remember a Preston fan that died a few years ago. And uh, sadly, we were we were roundly trounced on our own turf, unfortunately. So the, sh- the shield has come up this end of the M55, sadly, for, for the next 12 months. So, But thanks, everyone, that supported that day. It was uh, it was good fun, played in, in good spirits. So hopefully we can see the same on Saturday. Who were the Preston players? Um, we had Leek... Uh, Neil McDonald. What, the, so the Neil McDonald? <laughs> I'm sure you're familiar with Neil. 
Um, Andrew Lonergan, again, linked right, to, yeah. to, to you lot. He, I think he came along to you back he in did. the day. Uh, Ian Bryson, Lee Cartwright, Barry Nicholson, who's down the road at Fleetwood. Uh, Joe Garner was meant to play, but unfortunately was injured at Gillingham on Saturday playing for Carlisle, so I had to drop out. But we managed to recruit Peter Finch of social media YouTube fame. So he he joined Team Preston um, and he, he faced up against a, a Blackpool pro, Andrew Richardson, uh, and they fought out a very um, good draw between their match, one of the only half points that we, we managed to achieve. Uh, but it was good fun. It was really good fun. So hopefully we can we can repeat that in the next 12 months. It'd be good to see. Yeah, sounds Irrespective good. of the division that you're in. So <laughs> That's a, an opening foray across the bow, I think, Tim, isn't it? It sounds like it, doesn't it? It's, the question is, if uh, we dick him on Saturday, who's going to lose the job first, Tom or or uh, or, or Mr. Lowe? Well, it, it, yeah, it's been a it's been a very peculiar peculiar season. It feels like the longest season of all time. Um, uh, you've probably seen that meme doing the rounds of Conte and Tuchel and the, the kickoff that they had at Chelsea, and that's from this season. I thought that was from about two, three years ago, but apparently that that to do that they had on the touchline where they were shaking hands, won't let go, was from this season. It's with obviously the World Cup and everything. It seems to have been dragging on forever. Mm. Um, it probably feels like a lifetime for you with the lack of wins that you've obviously seen. But um, I think everyone will be thankful of this season being over. Um, it's been really odd, uh, considering we sit twelfth in the table. There's um, there's a real anger, I think, from from Preston fans towards towards the club, towards the owners, towards our motor mouth manager. Unfortunately, who, who um, to quote Top Gun, tends to write um, quotes his 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 body can't cash. And unfortunately, he's he's promised fast flowing football, and we're going to romp the division. And it's been terrible, terrible watch at Deepdale. Um, it's really been poor. But if you look at our away form, we've we, I think we're third or fourth in the league for away form. So it's been it's been really strange because someone said on the local radio recently, if you'd have switched the role, if you'd have switched that around, if you'd have taken that as home form, um, and it, you'd have, you'd have struggled away from home, would you be happy with that? And you probably would. Um, I think unfortunately the home fans have, have seen some really poor football and just no desire to go at teams at home, which flies in the face of what he's uh, what he said he wants to do so it's um, yeah, as I said it seems strange moaning when we're, we're 12th and objective of staying in the division has been achieved but um, I think the start of the season play your part we're going to attack the division we're going to do what we can hasn't materialised and everyone's become really fed up with it but I imagine you'd, you'd be happy to swap for places the big question is have you fixed the roof yet? Um, I, I think that's I think that's going to be dealt with in the summer. Um, our, our good friend Peter, I'm sure, is well across that issue. I'm sure he's finding quotes via text message as often as he can at the minute. But um, yeah, it, you, it, well, it's it's in the home end, the roof. So we're the ones that will get wet on Saturday with the forecast, not you. Maybe you shouldn't have reclaimed the town end after all. Absolutely, yeah. The thirtieth anniversary this Saturday, so. <laughs> I'll get in there first. We've got balloons, and we're gonna we're gonna get flags and banners up. And it's it's really the Blackpool relegation party. Let's be honest; that's what it is. We're celebrating our good friends and neighbours down the road being relegated back to League One. So you can't blame us for wanting to have a bit of a party. 
I, I, I'm old enough to remember standing on the town end. I can't remember. Did we, did we stand on the town in the late 80s as well? But I, I remember yeah, doing yeah, it early, in 82. Um, Mike Davis's famous goal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, that's the one. Yeah. We were still in there, then, weren't we? So my yeah, first but, ever game that's there. That's when they had the that cheating end. plastic pitch as well, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the cop was the, play, was the place where the home fans were and town end was very much for the away fans. And it was, it was I think it was John Beck in about 90. 92, 93, that reclaimed it, and uh, it became one of a really good end. And obviously now that's where a lot of the majority of the home fans go. But the the cot is going to be split next week. Uh, well, on on Saturday, so you'll be housed in one corner, and then uh, the Barmy Army Preston fans will be alongside you in the other corner, with a with a bit of segregation in between. What the ticket sales like, Tom? The home fans. <laughs> Um, I think we're up to about 17 and a half, 18 home fans. Um, so I think you've got just over two, haven't you? So the capacity is reduced from 23 down to about 20 with segregation and various safety bits and pieces. There'll, be, there'll probably be a, a few segregated in the, the pavilion by the away fans. Um, so we're probably losing about 3,000 seats. So they won't um, be right next to the away fans then as the... Is they are in the um, pavilion it, stand. You know I mean? On the pavilion, no, I, I think they, they, they'll go as far as they can, but I think they've blocked off or there'll be some sort of pulling or whatever down, giving a bit of room. Uh, uh, they spoil uh, all the fun, the, don't they? Absolutely. You're taking your, a few uh, things of helium gas with you to to get your balloons pumped up in the morning. No, I, th- I think they'll be they'll be prepared. They're sustainable balloons, apparently, so um, no one can criticise us for, for pollution. <laughs> Um, fully sustainable. So, um, but every, it's a, it's going to be a party. So you've got to have balloons at a party, obviously. Do you not? Do you not think it's a bit lame that you've got to kind of manufacture an atmosphere for for the Blackpool Preston derby? Um, I, I think we're just adding to the atmosphere. I, I wouldn't say we need to manufacture it. I thought there was a good atmosphere in uh, the home game last season. Obviously, we win. We won, and it helped. Um, but, you know, it's it, we're in the modern day, aren't we? We, we like to try and um, promote as much as we can. Uh, we, we like to try and generate a good atmosphere. And if balloons help, so be it. If if not, then... Clap sticks we'll as well. Get them down. There's no clap Get them out of retirement. categorically say there is no clap sticks on Deepdale unless you want to bring any yourself. You're more than welcome to do so. Mm, right, the the game itself then. I was just looking at a few uh, facts about the game and it's actually, uh, obviously it kicks off at, at 12.30. So, Nick, do you think that'll have a, a dampening effect on on the atmosphere? It's not ideal, is it? Cause, uh, no, there's what? not much time for people to um, have much merriment in the pub beforehand, is there? Um, and I think, yeah, early kickoffs do tend to be a bit, Flattering atmosphere. Um, I think for us, it just depends how we set up and you know and how we're playing. We 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 certainly can't be going there for for operation nil nil or or you know to try and get a draw. We we've got to go for it. Um, so hopefully that will help. Um, but from what Tom was saying, you know they've not been great at home this season. Did you say just before we came on, we've got identical home records near enough. We have. Which I was amazed at. As, as crazy as it sounds, we have identical home records. Five wins, six draws, eight losses, 21 points each. We're actually below you. We're going to bottom of the home form table. 
we're 23rd, you're 22nd. It's our away form um, where we lie about fourth with 32 points that has, has pushed us up the table. I think if we hadn't had that, would have, I think Lowe would have gone by now with our home form. Yeah. So it's startling that there's almost 20 points between us and that's purely down to to our away form. Yeah. So what's, what do you think is the difference between your home and away form then, Tom? Do you, do you set up to just sit back and catch teams on the break away and then do you do the same it, at home? Ryan Lowe plays 3-5-2 and he'll play 3-5-2 until the day he dies. Um, he's not going to change from that formation. He played that at Berry. He played that um, at Plymouth. He's played that throughout his time at Preston. He tried 4-4-2 against Norwich and we were 3-0 down inside 25 minutes. Um, so he, yeah, I can't see him going back to that anytime soon. And it's just been very flat. We've we've got wing-backs that aren't really wing-backs that don't attack. Um, so it, it tends to be more of a five at the back than a, than a three. And, and it's just really defensive. We're sat there and probably the opposition are sat there as well. And the games have been absolutely terrible. Whereas away from home, we can probably get in a bit easier behind teams and the onus is on them to come at us. And that's um, we are solid. We're a solid team. So if we can keep things tight for 60 minutes and then pinch a goal, um, I think that's why we've been able to uh, to do well away from home. We've had, we've had some good away wins. Um, you know, we won at Blackburn, beat them quite heavily 4-1. Um, so we've had some good away wins, but at home we've we've not been convincing at all. Um, I think we've only won, the highest we've won is 2-1 from memory. Um, 2-0 um, recently at the Cardiff win, so, but I mean, they were dreadful. Um, but apart from that, it's been, it's been absolutely dire to watch at Deepdale. So... I've no doubt it'll probably be a terrible watch on Saturday morning for the for the nation. On <laughs> they generally Sky, are probably. these games, aren't they? They're generally <laughs> yeah. very tight affairs. And by the yeah, we're playing Mick Ball. You're playing this very what it sounds like a very defensive five at the back. I think Tim, there's only one way this is going to go, and it's going to be an extremely tight affair. But one one omen that I have noticed: it's been refereed by um, Andre Mariner, who was uh, in charge for a very Special day in our history. Mm. I didn't know that. I'm just actually looking, just looking at the notes as uh, as I came in. So um, uh, that's the South End game you're going back to, is it? Which game? Or oh, the Premier League? Which which game is he on about that he refereed? Is it the return to when you all returned? Is it was he that manager oh. of that game? Wembley. Yeah. Well, Wembley in 2021. No. No. Really Andre Mariner blows the whistle and Blackpool FC are in the Premier League. Okay. Oh. Thought you were a Blackpool fan, Tim. Oh, well. The Premier League, so he did it in 2010, <laughs> did he? Yes. Yeah. I'm sad. I'd, uh, I'd been there, uh, had a few libations that day, John. I wasn't too... Uh... You don't you don't regularly take notes of the referee, then? No, not, not uh, 13 years ago, anyway. Yeah. Um, um, I suppose on, the, the, the other thing is, of course, with it being on Sky, I mean, that's like the Kiss of death for us, isn't it? Mm. Um, I, I cannot remember. Can anybody remember a decent performance when, when we've been on Sky in, in living memory other than playoff finals? Um, well, when we play playoff semi-finals. Semi-finals. <laughs> yeah, that was what that was that in 2009 or 2010. We bought, beat Northampton once. Something like that, uh, yeah. 
purple kit. That was quite a good game. That's 25 years. Oh, ago. Nick, you're, Nick, you're going back even further, aren't you? To when Grayson first took over as manager, aren't you? This yeah. Scunthorpe one. Yeah. Is that the one you're on about? The uh, yeah. When yeah. Bellicom was there. That's right. Yeah. We are going yeah. back we, a long we, way, we, Tom. We so. That's got to be worth a one-goal head start to you lot, the fact that it's on well, live on telly. Mm. We don't seem to have fared much better on Sky, to be honest. And I think we were on against Blackburn. Um, but then you're going back to probably Wembley in 2015 for what I would say is a convincing victory on Sky, apart from the midweek ones when you're on the red button. Um, yeah, we don't we don't tend to fare too well on there. In the, so in the run-up to the game then, I've been uh, looking at the the PNE police account, and one thing I that irritated me they've they've called one of the PNE police called it the A up Classico, you know, like in a, a pun on El Clasico. It's like who from Blackpool says A up? Who from Preston says A up? No one. Well, well, he's a scouser, so <laughs> PNE police is a scouser, so maybe he's uh, misunderstood. Well, they've drawn a map anyway. <laughs> Um, I was was looking out for a, a Dad's Army theme tune. Where, where's where all image. the buses going to be parked for four hours after the match? Yeah, so yeah. just the benefit. Yeah, so of the people listening on the audio. Yeah, so that, that's the so that's the Shankly and the the Invincible. So that's the corner where you go in where the where it says control area, and the, the blocking off all the way up Low Thought Road up to the top, which means I'll have to walk a different way, which is frustrating. Um, and then they'll block at the edge of the Invincibles so that you can't get down the low-thought low road down to the Preston car park as well. Um, but they, they did that against Wigan um, a few weeks ago. They did the same. Last time, they- when we played last year, though, that Corden won, which is, for the benefit of the audio pod, is, is, is the, the stand behind the goal. It's sort of halfway down roughly where the split was. Um People that people got through that, didn't they? And that's what caused part of the problem. Why there was such an inordinate delay? I mean, I think I don't think we left uh, Deepdale till about eleven o'clock at night, if I remember rightly. It might even have been later than that. Um, yeah, yeah, because the the they normally line up the coaches along and pass where that blue line cordon one is yeah. down there. Um, because that, unless, they, unless they're going to move them and run them right up to the top of Low Thought Road, up to where it says Cordon 2, which they might do, just to then they can keep everything within those those blue lines by the looks of it. So they, are they actually, with these cordons, they're going to just basically stop anyone from leaving? and. I, I suspect they will have police vans parked across and then a line of police officers. That's what we saw against Wigan. How, how long were they in situ for, Tom? Uh, the, I don't know because I, 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 so I disappeared down. So where Cordon Three is, I, I'm heading down there anyway. I'm, I'm not even walking up towards that, so I'm going round uh, a different way. So I, I was heading home, unfortunately. So I can't. They've said you, they've but... said they may keep us about 15 minutes if it's felt necessary. Because they can't mm. say it beforehand because it breaches human rights allegedly. Mm. So, um, but that that's what's going to happen, isn't it? Um, we're going to be kept yeah. back, and um, which is it? To be fair, I have no problem with that because that's what they should do with Preston fans at the home games, and they've, they've up to now they've appeared reluctant to do. But it is a bit difficult getting away from Preston, I think, because obviously it's such a, a large thoroughfare, isn't it? Um, the mm. Deepdale Road itself. Um, that whichever way you go, whether you take the coaches right or left, you you're potentially going to 
come across flashpoints, aren't you? Yeah, because if you go left at Cordon 2, it's going to take you past Sainsbury's and past the park where there'll be a large contingent of fans walking. If you go right, it'll take you up to Deepdale Retail Park and a lot of people park up there anyway. So um, that's that's probably the way that they will drive the coaches out. I don't know which way they will go um, after the game. but um, Apologies, apparently you were, kept back, you were kept back last game. I didn't realise. Uh, I think I'm, I'm obviously most referencing the year before where... We had chaos after at the end of the game, didn't we? In October. Uh, well, no, I, I, I think I was re- referencing last season. Like, there's somebody in the comments yeah. there just said you're actually kept back 30 minutes this season um, mm. after the game, which uh, I hadn't realised. I was too busy celebrating. I don't think all of them. Were, oh, I'm not so sure. There was there was certainly a few about. Oh, I, 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 I was on my way out of the door as soon as the third goal hit the net. <laughs> I was not hanging around. Because the there was that, that footage, wasn't there? That um, the Preston fans had turned up at the um, turned up at Blackpool South, and there was nobody there, was there? There was no police there at the, all. And yeah, after they, they were told to go to the train station, and and they got there, and there was there was no police, and obviously there was those unsavoury scenes that everyone's seen. Um, the, big, oh. the biggest potential flashpoint for home and away fans meeting at Blackpool South train station, there was no police presence whatsoever. And there was just a load of them just stood staring. And there was the, the biggest, and, and actually in the town, there was a huge presence and they were everywhere but where they should have been. Yeah. It's quite laughable, really, if it wasn't. Lots, you know, lots, we all know what's happened with, with Tony. So I think everyone just needs to take a step back and think about what happened there. And let's just hope nothing. Stupid goes no, well, on after the game. I said at the outset that you know I played. We played in that golf event on Sunday, and it was pay, played in the best possible spirits. Everyone was desperate to beat each other, but we had a great crack. I played against Mark Bradshaw. He was telling me about his time at Pool and um, who we used to car share with, and Trevor Sinclair, etc. Um, and then afterwards, we all sat down and we had a beer and we had a laugh and a joke. And they obviously beat us, but. Um, I didn't see any fisticuffs on the green, so hopefully that will carry through until Saturday. Um, it's just a game of football at the end of the day. An important absolutely. one, but it's just a game of football. Um, right, let's move on to injured, suspended um, players and squad, because this is a bit of a an eye-opener when I've got this graphic up. Uh, Preston's injured and suspended players are Diaby, uh, Greg Cunningham and Emil Rees. So they've only got three out. Blackpool have Tribal, Lavery, Ekpeteta, Bridcut, Stewart, Thornley, Medine, and Good out. But I think um, Jordan Thornley may be playing, according to reports today. But if you look at that uh, graphic, Nick, it's quite quite telling. This has been a constant throughout our, yeah. our season, um, a mixture of injuries and suspensions. And if you look at down that list that there, you could argue that every single one of those players could make the start in 11 if fit. Yeah, it's it's been the story of the season, hasn't it? It's been that number and and more. Um, you know, some of those players haven't kicked a ball for us. Um, we're down to you know Jerry Yates up front. Uh, good news that Thornley will be back because I think without him, um, it, it'd have been a bit of a struggle. It, it's a worry though that I think that's the third time he's had concussion this season. Uh, Mick McCarthy said he's fine yesterday. I think it was. He's come through all his tests, but you just never know, do you? Um, do you think it's because he's a bit on the small side for a centre-back? 
and that he's he's some way that he's he's more prone to it than if he was a bit bigger because it is it's a it's a worrying statistic isn't it it is i mean you don't know you you know you see it once maybe um but but not three times in a season i've not known that before um and it is a, it is a worry um so we'll just have to see how he goes because i'm sure if he is he is fit then he will start because he's had a reasonably decent partnership uh, going there at centre half so Fingers crossed he, he does start for us. But, yeah, I mean, I think we said on the last pod, you look at some of those names and if they'd have featured a bit more, then I dare say, you know, we we probably wouldn't be in the position we are. I'm not saying we'd be up at the other end of the table, but we'd probably be four or five places higher than than we are at the moment. Um, but that's just the way it's been. It's I've never known so many hamstring injuries. Um, and I know they said at the the fans forum that there's a there's a lot of teams in that position but um it and it's never just a tweak when we get these hamstring injuries is it it's never oh it'll be four weeks he's okay it's it's full on well it'll be it's not even eight weeks for us is it it's more like 12 um and it's yeah it's just been a crazy season that's for sure I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Tom, how much of a, a miss will Cunningham be? And obviously, Emil, we, we, we know about him as well. So I think Cunningham is probably yeah. one of your best defenders as well, isn't he? Well, we, it's, it's funny because we started the season with a, with sort of a back three of Cunningham, sorry, not Cunningham, at Story, Liam Lindsay um, and Andrew Hughes. And they went through that spell of not conceding many goals uh, for, for very long, for such a long period of time. Um, as the season's gone on, Andrew Hughes has been in and out of the side through injury. Greg, to be fair to him, has come back in um, and he's performed really, really well. Um, he was, him going off injured in October at your place is probably the reason why we lost that game, in, in my opinion. We seemed very comfortable. We'd got that level and I think we were looking dangerous at going ahead and he came off and we fell apart for 10 minutes and you just you took the game away from us. Um, but the, the big surprise has been Bambo Diaby in the last probably six to eight weeks, who, if you'd have asked me in October after he came on whether I want to see him in a Preston shirt again, I'd have said categorically, oh, no, never. Oh, wasn't he, in the Derby game? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He, he, he came on uh, to First replace game. Greg. Um, they moved they moved Lindsay from the centre of the back three, and we were just all at sea for 10 minutes. And he, he had a shocker. Um, uh, Yates, Yates turned him inside out. Um, but the last six to eight weeks, he's become a bit of a, a cult hero at Preston. He, he's putting in these amazing performances. We call him a bit of a bomb scare because he, he's, he's frightening on the ball. He, he's got a major rick in him. 
Um, but he, he's got this pace. He, he's, I mean, you've seen the size of him. He's absolutely massive. He reminds me of Claude Davis when we used to have him, that he's just got the intangible assets to probably be able to succeed. But then he just, he just loses uh, concentration for a minute. And he's been sort of the mainstay for the past sort of six weeks. So I think he's a bigger loss um, on Saturday than, than probably Greg is. And I think we'll probably end up going back to Lindsay's story uh, and Hughes, um, depending upon whether Hughes is, is back fit, because he tends to have a run of games and then uh, he misses. The big one, I think, is Chad Evans, who's, who's not on your list, who has been out recently. Um, he's, he's back training, but they're monitoring him. And I don't know whether he's going to be available on Saturday. I think we hope he is. He's a bit of a, a talisman, which seems strange, a 34-year-old from Fleetwood Town that we signed. But he's... Um, He's really turned himself around this season and um, he's earned himself a new contract. Um, and he's, I think he's close to 10 goals. Nine. Yeah, he he, he had a real goal drought, didn't he? And, uh, yeah, he did. When he, when yeah, he first he started, started to bang them in, though. Nine goals. It was about 18 months and then he, he scored at Reading and he, he sort of scored important goals when we've needed them. Um, coincided with Reese losing Reese to season-ended injury when he was injured at Stoke. Um, but since the last time we played, we've got two new Strikers, we brought in Delap from uh, Man City, who is um, oh, what's his name? Rory. His, his dad was Rory. Rory, Delap, yeah, Liam Delap. So Rory Delap oh, is his lad. dad. Um, Has he got a good yeah, throw? So no, <laughs> he's awful. Um, he's, he's at Manchester City, but I don't know how. Um, he, he's absolutely dreadful. Um, but Cannon, uh, young Cannon, Tom Cannon from Everton. Uh, has really started to turn on in the last few weeks and has formed a quite a good partnership with Jed. Um, he's got three goals in about his last five games. He looks a finisher. He's got something about him. He, he's he's a bit like mini Ched almost. He puts himself about and you can see he's growing in confidence. And he, I see he scored a goal midweek for the uh, for the either the twenty. I think it's the twenties. He, he played for the England under twenties. So if him and Ched are up front on Saturday, then that will be a, a big plus to start the game with. Is he your potential danger man then? The I'd, I'd say so. I, I think Cannon. Um, Evans is sort of the talisman at the minute, but I think Cannon is, is in form. He's scoring goals. Um, I think the midfield will probably be Brown, Johnson and Whiteman, uh, sort of Alan Brown and DJ, DJ. Daniel Johnson um, have, have come back into form over the past few weeks um, and they're back in the side, the old mainstays. Um, and then I'll probably suggest it'll be Brad Potts playing right wing back again. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, I think he's had a bit of a pop at you today in the press. Actually. Yeah, I saw that. Um, yeah. yeah. I don't know who's going to play left wing back, whether it'll be um, Fernandez, the lad from Manchester United, or whether he'll go with um, Robbie Brady. Um, Brady's been away midweek. Fernandez had been playing really well, and he, he's, he's the genuine player of quality, someone that gets you off your seat, someone that can, can go past people. Um, the manager took him out recently just to give him a bit of a rest. Why a 19-year-old needs a rest, I don't know. But um, I hope he plays because he's, he's, he's exciting um, and you know we're not going to get relegated, so why not go for it? And, and Brady's been away with Ireland midweek, so maybe he'll go with the lad that's had a bit of a rest. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. It has been a bit low bingo on the starting eleven uh, until he's sort of settled on something. The last sort of six to eight games where we've we've only lost one in in the last day, albeit that was last time out when we got smashed at Middlesbrough. Mm. So yeah, um, form wise, 
just looking at it before. Your last four games, um, lost 4-0 to Middlesbrough, as you've just said, 1-2-1 away at Rotherham, beat Cardiff 2-0 and two draws against Watford. Coventry, Tim, we're, we're one win in four, that anomaly against QPR, uh, three defeats and a, a creditable draw against Burnley. So it's we're in we're in funny form, aren't we? We are. I think Coventry's the 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 one that where it probably isn't quite reflective of the way we were playing until, as Tom calls him, Flapswell uh, decides to gift Coventry a goal. I felt we were very much in the game, and I'm hoping that McCarthy isn't going to sort of throw the um, the baby out with the bathwater, so to speak, by thinking that system can't work because of what actually happened in a very short space of time against an informed Coventry as well. So um, I'm, uh, you know, I'm I'm trying to remain positive, but um, the the raggiade is is running a bit low um, as as the games run out. Um, So um, let's, let's hope we need to, we need to pull a, a random win from somewhere and whether it, comes this Saturday or not, I don't know, but you know, we've, we know the games have got to win at home, but we, we do need something uh, different, you know, something that we're not expecting. And, um, uh, you know, bear in mind uh, uh, how friendly Preston, Preston have come towards Blackpool based on what Tom's telling us about the golf. Maybe they can roll over and have the tummy tickled on Saturday for us. We need something, don't we? Because it's, it, 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 well, you know, well, it's like the doomsday clocks virtually hitting midnight for us. Although everyone's losing points, aren't they? <laughs> Reading are going to get six points taken off them tomorrow, apparently. Yeah, it's a bit of a worry when that's what we're relying on, though, isn't it? That it points deductions to tra- <laughs> yeah, try and keep us up. But just going so back what, to the what, commentary what game, take... John, um, Laura Wilson's mentioned it about the the uh, the officials as well. You know, that could have been a very different story. I know they were a very good side, Coventry, don't get me wrong, but if the ref makes those two big decisions correctly, then it, it could have been a, a very different outcome. You know, it's a red card, a second pen. He's, I don't know, thought, well, I've given one, I can't give another. Mm. Um, and you look at who it was. Even, Mo- even Robin said they got away. He did. With and, when the, and when the manager of the opposition saying it, you can say it's, you know, we're not looking at things through tangerine-tinted glasses. If you look at the, Nick, if you look at the um, red cards we've had against us this season. Yeah. That how that is not a red card. No, and, um, and you look at the player it was as well for them, Jokeres, you know, he's the, he's the main man. Um, you take him out of the game and it could have been different. But, you know, like I say, that, you know, they're still a decent side, but, um, it you know, it could have been different. You don't tend to get them down the bottom of the league, do you, those decisions? No, you, it's funny, isn't it? You do. Pardon the interruption. Normal service will be resumed shortly. This is just a quick message to say, if you're enjoying this content, I would like to say thanks for this podcast and the many others. Then please consider joining our Patreon supporter program where you can donate a small monthly amount to help support this content and help us pay our bills. To do so, go to patreon.com forward slash Pod. There are several tiers you can support us on, starting from the price of a pint per month and upwards. And in exchange, you get this annoying advert removed from all audio pods and also everything ad-free on the audio 
You'll also get access to our Patreon supporters WhatsApp group, which is good fun and other random giveaways as and when they come in. So please do support us. Patreon.com forward slash Seasiders pod. Let's get back to the content. See you later. You say when 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 it's up against you when, and you're on a poor run, you don't get them. When when it's the other end of the table, you you do seem to for some reason. But yeah, it was uh, it was a bit frustrating. We'll have a quick chat about the Coventry game once uh, once Tom's gone. Let's just have a quick look at the recent games between the two sides head to head. It's quite finely poised. Um, if you look at the graphic there, Blackpool four, Preston two, Preston one, Blackpool nil uh, in twenty twenty two. Uh, Blackpool 2, p and nil. Obviously, that one in 2021. That was the big fat boo, wasn't it? And then <laughs> 2013, uh, that was the Tom Clark goal in the, yeah, the League, league Cup. Cup. Yeah, the deep mm. When I looked at this graphic, so it's actually quite sad that we've not played each other that much, really, over these yeah. over the last decade. And um, Looks like we won't again after this. Yeah, year. so... This game itself, said, then. What, uh, what's, what's everyone's gut feel then? Well, I think I think I said when I came on um, before the last game at Deepdale um, that we will probably go backwards and forwards with with results at home. You'll win it. You'll win the games at your place. We'll probably win the games at our place, and that's the way it seems to be panning out. So, um, I'd, I hope that we can we can do the the job on on Saturday. You really need to win, and if you if you want it more than us, with our if our lads are thinking they're on the beach with eight games to go, then you you could do a job. I'd like to think that we're professional and that we understand how much it means to the supporters. Even if you went down, we couldn't tolerate losing to you twice in one season. We'd never hear the end of it. Um, but it is very much um, winnable time for you. You've got six games left. Um, you, what do you need? Probably four wins to stay up maybe so four out of six you've got to win on Saturday really to say so to get that going yeah that's the thing and it's we've got to turn up haven't we we we, we didn't massively last season it was just an abject performance um so we, we've got to be up for it and like I said earlier we the, we don't need draws do we so he's kind of got to go for it whether that's his management style his preference or not We've got to go there and, and try and win the game. The worry is if if we don't turn up, Preston won't need to get out of second gear to beat us because we've seen that so many times this season where the opposition is average, but they've only needed to be average. You know, they've not needed to turn it on particularly, and they they'll have a routine win. Um, you know, we're we're getting close to drinking the last chance saloon, aren't we? With the the number of games left, so we've we've. We just got to start going for it. That's the top and bottom. Yeah, I'd yeah, be shitting myself then, thinking there was only six games left. Sorry, there's, God, eight. There's, there's eight. eight. <laughs> there's eight. Yeah. Oh my God, six. We've got no chance. Yeah. Long but, day. Um, sorry. Yeah. yeah you got. You got to win half your games realistically, and that might not be enough. But um, probably won't. I, I, the, the, I think there is. I had. I think Reading end up playing Huddersfield and Wigan, and the, there's some really interesting matches where everyone's playing everyone. So. Forty-five points might be enough to stay up, but that's still what do you? That's still three wins and draws, isn't it for you? So, so Reading a look at a six-point deduction, are they? So on forty-five. Yeah, so I think they 
they'd go level with Cardiff. They go down to uh, thirty nine points. Um, they obviously got a slight, and they've got a worse goal difference, haven't they? Cardiff and Rotherham have, have got to replay as well, haven't they? Yes, yeah, they've decided that they they weren't they're not going to continue from. I think they were t- were they two nil up Cardiff. Um, they're not going to continue from the score one nil or two nil. They're just going to replay the entire game, um, which Cardiff are upset about. I'm not surprised. Did you see well, when when you see the the Rotherham groundsman <laughs> pulling water back onto the pitch? Uh, fair play, the dark arts. Um, I, there's a Preston fan where I work. Uh, Liam, we were having a chat today at lunchtime. And I, was, I was saying to him, do you think, obviously, as Tom, we would, as you were just saying then, you'd like to think that the players would be up for it, knowing how important it is to the uh, both sets of fans. But do you think in this day and age, it really means that much to the players, given the fact there's very few local players on either side? I, I'll wager it. It, it doesn't really, it doesn't really matter to them as much as to us. And it always helps if there's a local boy in the team as well, yeah. I find. I mean, the managers put the sound bites out and the, the captains come out and say, we know what it means to the fans, etc. But come three o'clock, four o'clock on Saturday afternoon, they'll probably all go home and um, forget about it until mm. they're back in train on Monday, respective of what the, what the result is. But um, you, you, do, you do like to think that they realise... Uh, the the punishment that you can then put on your um, opposition fans then until your next play um, and what you've got to suffer with. I've had dogs abuse off Tim since October. <laughs> Just on that result, not based upon... I'm, co- I'm coming off that. WhatsApp if we lose. <laughs> <laughs> A few match insights to share with everybody. Um Three about PE ranked uh, 20, 21 in goal scored per match. It's not a lot. Um, PE and Blackpool have not drawn any uh, of the last four games against each other. I've just seen um, Preston unbeaten in four at home. Blackpool ranked 18th in goal scored per match, which is um, slightly better than Preston, which I was surprised with. Haven't won an away game in 11 matches, Tim. Uh, doesn't bode well, really, does it? It was the uh, it was the game after we beat Preston at home, uh, Coventry. Coventry. Um, that was the last away win, and we we were on the crest of a wave think, at that time. We were. We? we felt quite positive, didn't we? Even even you know even even with Appleton to a degree, and we thought could we could we could see a bit of a system, and we saw some reasonably attacking play, and then the the wheels came off. I think is the expression, isn't it? I think it starts with. Or the illness, illness that because Coventry were had a lot of players ill, and I think they passed it on to our lot. Patino, I think, got it and spread around, and all of a sudden, the next game were quite a few players missing, and we never really, and we never, you know, we just went went on this downward trajectory between then and the um, winter break, uh, encapsulated by that awful um, uh, result against Wigan, and then. Um, and we have, we've just been playing, trying to play catch up ever since without really getting past, you know, uh, you know, the go, the, you know, the, 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 the go thing on, on, on the Monopoly board. Cause it's just every, every time we take one step forward, we take about three back. Uh, but, but we, with injuries, be it with um, players out of form, with be refereeing decisions, sendings off, which is an incredible number of sendings off. 
concussion injuries. You know, you just it just goes on and on and on. And I don't um, think after the game in October, if you'd have said come thirtieth of March, uh, you'd have had only one away, one more away win, you'd be in the bottom three, and we'd be twenty points ahead of you in the league. I think everyone would have said, <laughs> put put that put down what you're drinking there. That yeah. no chance of that happening. Mm. Um, it, it's it's astonishing, really. Um, yeah, from our perspective as well, I don't think we could have seen an upturn in form that we've had in sitting twelfth in the league. Um, after that that performance that day, do you, do you think your um, very faint hope hopes of pl- the reaching the playoffs uh, are a hope, Tom, or is it just not on the uh, cards for any anyone involved at Preston that you're gonna you might make a late charge for the playoffs? I guess if you Math- do, this is a must win game for you in that yeah scenario, isn't uh, it? Mathematically, mathematically we can, um, but when you look at the teams that are ahead that are in the playoffs. Middlesbrough, they're, they're on a charge. You've got Luton, Blackburn. I don't know how Blackburn are still up there. They, no, we, 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 we say that. <laughs> they, they, they seem to have been up there all season and they went on a, a run of losing so many games. They've only drawn four all season, um, but they've had some good uh, results lately. Yeah, four out, of the last, four out of the last five they've won. Yeah, uh, Millwall and Norwich. The, the streets ahead of, of where we are, we're, we're sitting seven points behind at the minute. Um, yes, it's mathematically possible, but um, I, I don't see it happening. Um, we're away at QPR at next. We've then got Reading at home and Millwall away. So we have a fairly decent schedule if we wanted to put a run together. But then we have a tough finish to the season away at Swansea, Blackburn uh, come to Deepdale and then away at Sheffield United. So I think if we were, we were on a charge, we'd, we'd probably fall down um, later in the season. But... You never know. It's a, not it's like a you lot, that, is league. it? <laughs> it, it, it's a bonkers league, isn't it? It's an absolutely crazy division. Um, you know, I think who, who's in there at the minute? Middlesbrough, Luton, Blackburn, Millwall, um, all deserve to be there. I think any out of them could probably go up. Middlesbrough's probably looking the strongest, looking the favourites uh, at the moment. But um, you know, who's to say Millwall can't can't put a late charge? And they've got Tom Bradshaw's doing well. They've got a lad from midfield, um, a Dutch lad that they bought who was outstanding. We came to Preston, scored scored a hat trick actually. Um, so they've got some good players in there finding form. You've then got Norwich that are lurking. It's uh, it's crazy. What about West um, Brom down in ninth? What about the bottom of the table then, Tom? For purely objectively, who do you think is going to go down? I, I think it's probably hard to argue against the three that are currently there. Um, I mean, Rotherham and Cardiff both have a game. Obviously, well, that's that game that they, that was abandoned. So, if, for instance, Cardiff were to win that rescheduled game, you, you're five points behind Rotherham as it stands. So, they've got the points on the board, but eight games to go. If you win four, does that does that give you enough points? 35, 45, 47. Is that enough to, to stay up? Possibly. But winning four when you've only won... Five, what is it, all season? Yeah, yeah, eight, eight all season. Eight wins yeah. all season. We've got Wigan and Cardiff to come at home. If we turn you over, there's a chance, I think. So I think it's, it's yeah. a piv- it's, pivotal well, it's game. It's now, isn't it? Is yeah, it? It, it, it's now or never. Mm. It, get some form going into those further games and try and build some momentum. Um, like when you, you you won, was it 10 in a row all them years ago and mm. flew through the playoffs? Um can't see us yet. We've got a Luton uh, over the Easter Bank Holiday Week, and I can't see us getting anything from that. So, 
Um, you know, with the Norwich away last game as well, that'll be tough. They may need to win to get in the playoffs. Yeah, can't see who's getting. And you just you just crippled with injuries. I mean, you, won't, you it looks like you've only got Yates as a striker realistically for the rest of the season. I yeah, think. well, yeah, that's right. Medine and Lavery's both done so. Historically, you've probably had players available and you, you have been scoring goals and maybe conceding, but there's just nothing sort of happening, which I was surprised about. With I actually text a friend, Steve, when they appointed Mick and thought, oh, that's, that's an annoying appointment now. That's quite sensible, really. And he might just give them that bounce, him and TC getting them um, organised at the back and they might be able to do fairly well. Big man, small man up front, perhaps. But it's just not had that um, impact um, and from what I've seen and heard, and I've watched one or two of the podcasts, um, it, it's it's a bit like roulette, bingo, who's he going to pick this week? And um, sitting back and not really going for teams yeah. when you, you really need to. You need, you need to attack, you need to score goals because you need to, to stay up. So it's just not worked, has it, sadly? It's like the re-signing of Bowler. I was convinced that's the signing that's kept us up, but he's, he's been absolutely dreadful under McCarthy. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, he, he, he had a poor game at Deepdale last time out. Mm. And I think it was just after the, the window and I think there was a suggestion that he was sulking because he wasn't allowed the move. He obviously got the move later in, in the summer, but um, he's, a, he's a shadow of what I think you had him in his pomp under Critchley. Um, he just doesn't look, from what I've seen, I've not watched him like you have, but certainly on the highlights, I think he's been in and out of the We side haven't seen him very much because he's spent a lot of time on the bench. No. Mm. No, where's where's he where's he been playing him when he has played? He, him? he started off playing him central, which you know, if you're going to play if you're going to play him, it's out wide. That's that's what he's where he's strength lies. So he realised that eventually, and he was talking about he needs to do the other side of the game and track back and put a shift in. And it was like I get it, but again, that's not really Josh Bowler's strength. It's get him on the wing and. Yeah, he can be frustrating, but he can also be your match winner. Um, so maybe it's the game for him, Nick. Well, maybe this is the game. Like I say, we're, we're at a point where something's got to happen and it's, it needs to be attacking football. So, yeah, you you never know. Fingers crossed. Right, Tom, just before you head off, we'll, we'll go around the room and um, give our match predictions for the game as you're the guest. We'll let you go first. Um, I'm, I'm guessing you're not going to say Blackpool are going to win. No. Um, on the one hand, I think it will probably be a terrible, awful nil-nil. Um, but I, I'm not going to say that. I'm going to go that we we have enough. And I, I think the, the players need to get out of their system, the defeat in October. So I'm going to say that we win it 3-1. Tim, normally very pessimistic in in your predictions, but you are fully justified in the vast majority of them, what's uh, what's in your gut going into this uh, vital West Lancashire derby? Shaking his head, can't benefit see, of the audio. Can't see a Blackpool win, unfortunately. I would love it to quote Kevin Keegan if we did it, um, but realistically, uh, I just see a two-nil defeat. And I think it's going to be shit to watch. It's going to be shit weather. We're going to be kept back for an hour and a half after the game. <clears throat> Uh, and uh, we're going to be have like the biggest. Well, it's not a hangover, but you know what I mean. It's just I was going to feel like shit for the rest of the day, the rest of the weekend. So there you go. Hard to argue, Nick. Your thoughts? I'm going to though because I can't bring myself to say that 
<laughs> they're going to beat us. So I'm going to. It's going to be a pretty drab game, pouring down. But is the weather forecast for rain as well? Yeah, we're going to score from a corner, <laughs> and it's going to be one nil to us. Based on what Tom said about them setting up with five at the back, um, Nick McCarthy doesn't know how to attack. I think it'll be a, a stalemate, as uh, Mike Manley's just said, a nil-nil snore fest. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with that as well. But um, fingers crossed, it's not, and fingers crossed, we come out with all three points, and we go on that amazing run and stay up. Hey, Tom. Well, I'll miss you next season, won't I? <laughs> um. <laughs> right, Tom. On that note, as ever, uh, thanks for thanks for joining us and giving you your insight. And yeah, may the best team win tomorrow, and hopefully it'll be us. Saturday. Yes, it's Thursday, isn't it? Yeah. No. Th- thanks for having me on, guys. Um, safe trip to anyone that's going, and let's have no silliness. Yeah. You can come back and, on if you lose. If you come, if you win, you can fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> Uh, well, I, I will happily come on e- either way. So I, I couldn't make it last time because of some family commitments. But I, I was, I would have been happy to come on, even though we I think were, you, ca- we I think you came on after your, your previous other defeat, didn't you? So fair play for yeah. facing that up. Yeah. So yeah, right. Thanks a lot, it's, Tom. It, it's only football at the end of the day, isn't it? But uh, it's, we, we've got to win. We have to beat you. We have to send you down. Revenge for the three 0 Tom Pickering after it. Absolutely. Those yeah. of a certain vintage. Right. Cheers, Tom. Cheers. Cheers, guys. See you, mate. Thanks See you later. Right. Gentlemen, let's pick our team to win this game, shall we? On the uh, very scarce, scarce resources that we've got. So, Nick, what formation are we looking at, given the players available? <clears throat> What did he play against QPR? Just try to think. Was it a four-three-three? It was a bit. It was, a, it was more like a four-two-three-one. Yeah. Although Rogers was sort of pushed up. Yeah, it kind of changed a bit, didn't it? Which I think it might be something possibly similar on Saturday. Let's assume we're going. Let's, let's go for that then. Um, right, Tim. Let's start with the goalkeeper. As, uh, as you mentioned earlier, we've, we've not done the commentary reaction pod. There's a bit of illness in the camp. Maxwell punching one into his own goal almost um, set the precedent for the rest of the game. And me personally, um, I don't want to see him flapping anymore. Um, never comes for crosses. So I want to see a change. I want to see a positive change. And I want to see Grimmy back in. Yeah. Um, manner to my ears that. John, um, I'm 100% with you. Yeah. Should what, we- I, Richard? Richard says, uh, got to be grimy. It won't be, but Nick? I'd like it to be. No. <laughs> Although it's a good while since he's played now, isn't it? Yeah, he might have anything. He's got a bit, a bit rusty. Mm. When was the last got- time he played? It must be... He hasn't played under under um, uh, under Mick, has he, at no. all? Everyone in the comments, please know Maxwell. Richard Watts obviously said it's got to be grimy. Matthew Warrender, grimy. We can't have Stuart Moore, can we? My boy. No. <laughs> gone off on loans. Is it Doncaster? Where's he yeah, gone? Yeah, I think Doncaster, he had a yeah, mare on his debut, didn't he? He let one. Surely not. 
a bit of a shocker in, I think. Another comment, Dave Coleman, but it will be Max Sadley. Lankslad Productions, P&E fan, please, yes, flaps well. He definitely lived up to his name against Coventry, uh, Lankslad. <clears throat> Stick Grimmy in, Mick. Never will, but he's our pick. In he goes. Okay, Nick, right back. Lions. We've got Gabriel as well, remember? Yes, Lions. We want to go for it, so let's... Do you not think we should have Lions left back? Gabriel right back? Well, that's that's to me, that's like the biggest no-brainer. What about, play, FIFA, what about a? You've got to play all your best two. players, haven't you? We've got to play our best players, and we've got to find. We've got to. We've got to try and fit them in. And Lions, Lions regularly plays left back, or left midfield. We've got to. We've got to win this game, basically. Well, the, the, the full back. They're not really full backs, are they? The wing backs of this system, because he'll he'll play uh, a defensive midfielder. He'll sit in front of the back two. Effectively, to create three at the three at the back. So those those two wide players will. Uh, so the two full backs will effectively be wing backs in the game. Should we change it to a three five two then? Uh, I don't think it quite looks like that. No. you could you could do. But I mean, all I'm saying is that they are the attack, in that system. If he's going to play a defensive, a very very defensive midfield that's going to sit in front of the back two then that does give license to full-backs right, to push I see on. what you mean. Yeah. And so you want the ones who are actually going to really get forward. Yeah, we've, got, we've got to go for it, haven't we? We've got to go space. for it. The way that's set up, there's so much space for them. Gabriel and Lyons then. Are we happy with that? Yeah. Right, who have we got available at centre-half? Let's assume... It'll be Thornley and Nelson, won't it? If, if, and, he, and he said Thornley's fine, so I don't see any reason why he wouldn't yeah. bring him back in. You down with that, Tim? Yeah. So he's caught me having a little slope of juice. So, um, yes, 100%. Freddie Gaskin can't play two attacking fullbacks. Why not? I don't think he can. will. Which can. No, he won't, Nick, but yeah. Into midfield. Now I've got to say, and um, he's one of his. Uh, I mean, I'm in his fan club, um, president, life president, and um, and uh, uh, you know, fully behind Kenny. But I thought he was absolutely garbage. Worst, worst I've ever seen him play against Coventry. Oh, he was dreadful. I, the one thing you can say is he couldn't possibly play like that again. <laughs> I didn't think Connolly was great either last game. Yeah. I think. The, the, oh. I think was it a coincidence that those two had an absolute shocker and we played really as poorly as we did against Coventry? And maybe it was just a bad day at the office for the pair of them. We and... didn't play that badly in the first half, but but Dougal obviously Dougal comes on, doesn't he? When um, uh, he, he goes off in the first, is it when Thornley goes off? I can't remember what happens. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. And rather rather than bring. Rather than bring a full back on and move Hub's, Hub inside, he 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 brings Dougal on, doesn't he? And it it just didn't work anyway. I could understand what he was trying to do, but so that does call into question for me as to whether Dougal starts. Where, but I, I think you 
I think he I think he'll just play one of um Connolly and Dougal and I think Connolly'll get the shirt on the basis of Dougal's performance. And, he, and that and goes that, in there for me. Yeah, and that'll be the player who sits just in front of those back two and effectively plays a very, very defensive role, which is the reason um, I've lost him now. Um, whoever it was says um, we can't play two f- attacking fullbacks. You can if you have a very deep line central midfield player. Uh, Mark GT, don't agree with the back four. Husband has to play on the left. Right well, that's what I was thinking when I said Lions. Because because Lions has you know his goals have come from playing on the right, haven't they? Mm. So it's not like he he's nullified yeah, the goals for us, but he scored for Ireland and Shamrock Rovers on the left. It's not, he has no it's not, again. It's like different. it's like saying if some if if somebody always plays right midfield, they won't score goals if you put them on the left. You don't know until you try it. And but we do know we do know that Lions have scored plenty of goals from left midfield and from left fullback with his other clubs. Just hasn't played there for us. But I get what Mark's saying off. about husband, off. but he's not an attacking outlet, is he? And we have to win this game. Playing for a draw is not not going to work. Uh. Harry is saying he's a right back. He's a left back and a right back. Harry, yeah. He just he's just played right back for us. But if you've got, I'd, you don't really want what, what I, I, listen, I don't, I agree. I don't think he'll do it. But in, in my team, I won't want to see one of Gabriel or Lyons sat on the bench mm. when there are two best uh, attacking fullbacks and we need to attack. It doesn't make any sense. Let's move on to the um, number 10 role then, because that could be key. Keshi's back, obviously. Is there an argument to chuck him in from the start? Give him 60 minutes. I don't think so. Yeah. Well, there's an argument too, whether, again, whether he will or not. I mean, how, how long, how much football has he had now? It's not very much, is it? Um, I suspect he'll, he will be on the bench coming off from the, coming, coming on from the bench, if you know what I mean. Well, Marcus is, yeah. Husband is horrible. You play him in this game. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Uh, yeah. Well, again, that was my thoughts. Yeah. That type of, it's his yeah. type of game. I know what you're saying. Well, that's the point about Keshi as well. It's Ramadan, and he. Do you remember that? That was it last year or the year before when it was Ramadan. Yeah, it was really out of sorts. Yeah. Wasn't it? Oh. yeah. Although it's early in the day, isn't it? So. You know, because you get, you get the reality is you get very hungry, don't you? Yeah. And uh, you know, as a sportsman, you need to be on top four. Well, they will be fasting, and the sun comes up at six, so you can't. Well, I suppose if he has a massive meal, since he gets up. Uh, this is hard. It is very hard, actually. The more you think right, about, well, yeah, 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 we know Yates is up front, don't we? <laughs> Let's get him in. <laughs> I think it might be a game for Carey. He's got a bit of fire in his belly. And he's, I, I, he's showed would, some attacking threat recently, but only about, in that position. What about Rodgers in that? Rodgers sort of pl- almost played up with Yates, didn't he, in, in, in that sort of number yeah. 10 role? And I thought he did a really good job. Mm. What about Bowler on the right, Rodgers on the left? I think he's going to play CJ. I know, I know it's not... It's the team we want to see, but actually, CJ's done, 
Would you play Thank- CJ? Mm. I wouldn't. I'd never play CJ. <laughs> but to be fair, I've been called, you know, I've been proven wrong on a couple of occasions. Yeah. But what about this? I'm playing bowler. Are you playing with Connolly? This is his game. This is going to be Bowler's game. Mm. Who are we playing in with Connolly? Uh, Stick dudes in. Oh, Fiorini. Fiorini. Is Fiorini fit? Yeah. Fucking hell, I've forgotten about him. Uh, In he goes. Are we 100% happy with this? I'm not sure about Kerry or right. bowl and I'd still play Lions and husband, but I'm outvoted. <laughs> and I don't think he'll play bowler. Would you play bowler? Mm-hmm. I, I, I know we've said we've got to play attacking football, but he's been really, really out of sorts, hasn't he? Yeah. You know, I've not really seen anything. But, but Nick, but Nick, he can just... Oh, he can. He can. Uh, I, I, he can play shit for 40 minutes yeah. and all of a sudden he's created and scored a goal. Yeah. Is there an argument to play Lyons and Gabriel on that right-hand side together? What, Lyons in an advanced role? Not one of them. Or Gabriel in an advanced role. doesn't matter who it is. But okay, now that'd, that'd cause their left-back a few problems, wouldn't it? I, I, think, this game, I think this is a game for Carey. He's got a goal in him. Well, yeah. Petito, Petito played quite well against Kov, to be fair. In fact, mm. him and him and Fiorini were doing all right until they both got yanked after 60 minutes. Mm. We could be here all night, my back's killing. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's probably the, the the most difficult selection of all season, this, oh. isn't it? Because you want to go at them, um, but it's it's how you get. I I don't think Bowler makes the court. No. You're playing there then. Well, you could what be about Rogers this over, then. What about you could this? Be Rogers then? over to the right and play CJ on the left, couldn't you? What about Lions there? What no, I, Bobby? That that's not happening. I I think no. Gabriel might end up dropping out, and I think Lions might end up in right back. Yeah. Um. I I think Patino's going to play. Yeah. I think Patino's going to play. Yeah, but him, as I keep saying. Yeah, no, but I want. I want. Do you to want play. him to play? Do we want him to play? Well, I sort of do. I thought as long as it's not, well. him and, you know, when it's been Carey, Patino, and Dougal, it hasn't worked, has it? So as long as it's not that. I mean, if, it's for me, if you're putting husband in, then and you're going for more of a flat back four. I'd drop yeah. Conley out and put Patino yeah, in for him. Actually, yeah, because I'm playing Conley because we're playing two attacking fullbacks as cover. Um, so I'd be tempted to because Fiorini, Fiorini and and, and uh, Patino did so well. Patino will just float around in a game like this like he normally does. I don't think it's the game for him. Well, you've got Andy Lyons in twice at the moment, so we need to do something. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I know know he's good, but...
What about um, Paveda in the 10? Well, yeah, but it, it's pointless in it because he's, he's not getting anywhere near. Oh, God. I think I think I actually think what's going to happen is Roger's going to play on that right, and I think CJ's playing on the left. Yeah. I think that's what that's that's, and I actually don't think we're too far off the starting team, and I think Patino's going to be in for Connolly. That's not that's it. I'm trying to guess what's got the team that's actually going to start, uh, and I do think Patino will play because yeah. I think him and Farini oh, seem to play quite well together. It doesn't get in my team. Who? Patino. <laughs> I'm not picking him. John's taking his ball out. No, I just don't think he's good enough. He's he hasn't been. He, he's slow, he, doesn't track back, doesn't seem arsed half the game. Just not good enough. Could be this game when Bowler comes good and potential match winner. Yes, it could, Doug. Right, we're leaving it like that then. I think we've got we've had to have a, an armistice, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah, Chris makes a good point. He, he's not like to drop Connolly's his captain, is he? No, no, no. Well, that midfield's got a bit of steel, and it's got the creativity, fleet, fleet footedness, and creativity of Fiorini, hasn't it? Um, Carey's got fire in his belly. I like Carey. He's not afraid to shoot, and he's, he could pop one in on Saturday. Bowler's drinking at the last chance saloon, I think. Yeah. But let's hope he, he responds. But Bowler's a big-time player, and I think he'll do something. Right, that's, that's the team then, yeah? Go on, then. Stick with yeah. that. Uh, right, anything else to add before we go? We've done the predictions, haven't we? So, fingers crossed. What are we all doing, by the way, for uh, yeah. pre-match and stuff? Are you, are you driving, John? I'm driving, yeah. I'm going to park near Moor Park and then walk down. Might just get a pint in the ground. Yeah. That'd be easiest. What are you doing? What are you two doing? We're on the coach, so I don't want your pre-match... Spoons yeah, really, uh, uh, there's a there's there's a there's an Ashley solution which I'll keep off here, so because I don't know if he wants everybody to know what 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 is suggested, but I'll I'll message you about that. Okay. Or or, or spoons in it. It's the yeah. good old spoons breakfast and and pint with it. <laughs> Cheer up, lads! You look like I've just received a text. <laughs> Mark, it's the stress of having to pick that team. And it's the stress of a uh, shit or bust against PNE on Saturday because I think we don't win, and if we lose, if I think we lose, it's season over, isn't it? But if we win, you know, this is why we go, isn't it? This is what football's about. You know, it'll be one of those great memories. I'm gonna say in our old age, <laughs> in our current age, um, you know, when we were, it's part of the the great escape. Starts on Saturday. Come on. I must admit, sing, singing, singing The Great Escape in the 90th minute when we're three in a lot um, has oh, a certain... Yeah. Uh, it'll be up there. It'll it, be up there, it, won't it? It would be up there with the Wes and Charlie and 
no doubt, 1970, yeah, yeah. wasn't it? Come on, boys, we can It'll do it. Come on, Pearl, we can do this. So come on, the Pearl. Let's beat these knobbers. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Thanks for watching. Thanks for downloading. And up the pool. Come on, up boys. The pool. Up, up the, the pool. Just before you head off, I know you've just enjoyed what you've listened to. Of course you have. Why not consider joining our Patreon supporter program for the price of a pint per month? You'll get extra bonus content in return. You'll get no ads on the audio pod. You'll get faster releases of the audio pod. You'll get it before the uh, the Great Unwashed does. And also, you'll be saying thanks for these uh, brilliant podcasts, and you'll be helping us pay our hosting costs, our streaming software costs, uh, electric, that kind of thing. So, yeah, it'd be greatly appreciated if you could support us, patreon.com forward slash seasiderspod. Price of a pint per month. And you also get access to our um, WhatsApp patron supporters group, which is a good laugh. We've got a nice community going on in there. And you'll also have access to uh, competitions and giveaways when they do happen. So, yeah, please do consider signing up and supporting us. That URL again, patreon.com forward slash seasiders pod and if you don't sign up you're a big see you later thanks for listening away days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com this podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk Sport, powered by fans.